Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Ukraine's president addresses Congress. It will be a privilege to hear from this champion of democracy. Fed to hike interest rates. That's really meant to help inflation come back down. Year-round daylight saving. This is an idea whose time has come. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. With his capital city under attack from Russia, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky is about to deliver a historic speech to the U.S. Congress. And afterward, President Biden will pledge an additional $800 million in security assistance. CBS's Scott McFarlane is on Capitol Hill. The Ukrainian president has been asking the West for more planes and military support and seeking NATO's help with a no-fly zone. He'll be able to take his pitch direct to federal legislators when he appears via remote connection at a briefing with both the U.S. House and U.S. Senate. Members only in the room, but the address gives Zelensky a chance to speak to all Americans, too. We see the face of courage in the president of Ukraine. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin. Risking his life every day to stay in Kiev. Earlier this month, Congress approved $13 billion in humanitarian aid for Ukraine. This is Steve Futterman at the Poland-Ukraine border. For a third straight day, negotiators from Ukraine and Russia are meeting, and they could be making progress. Last night, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky, through a translator, sounded cautiously optimistic. The meetings continue, and I am informed that the positions during the negotiations already sound more realistic. And we may be seeing a significant shift in Ukraine's position on potentially becoming part of the NATO alliance. Last night, Zelensky seemed to be saying NATO isn't in Ukraine's future. Ukraine is not a member of NATO. We understand that. We are adequate people. We have heard for years that the doors were open, but we also heard that we could not join. It's a truth, and it must be recognized. If membership in NATO is off the table, it may remove a major stumbling block. I'm Cammie McCormick at NATO headquarters in Brussels. The NATO defense ministers say they'll keep up their assistance to Ukraine, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. We support their ability to defend themselves, and we'll continue to support them going forward. This meeting will also focus on the future of security in Europe with Russia's aggression, Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. It will have long-lasting consequences for our security uh, for all NATO allies. The defense ministers are expected to instruct their military commanders now to draw up plans for new ways to deter Russia. With more on the fighting in Ukraine, here's Chris Livesay in Odessa. Kiev. Once again, in the crosshairs, at least four people were killed inside their apartments, plunging the capital into fear and now into lockdown until tomorrow morning. Even more dire is the nearby city of Kharkiv. Ukraine says Russian shelling has killed at least 500 residents and crushed more than 600 buildings since the start of the war. Schools, nurseries, hospitals and homes. But the siege of cities like Mariupol, cut off from food, water and power, only gets darker. Ukraine reporting that Russian forces have taken a hospital and its patients hostage and are using it to attack the city. All of it fueling Europe's biggest humanitarian crisis since World War II. 
In only three weeks of fighting, more than three million refugees, like this little boy. I'm children and I scared of war. I don't like war. This morning we're learning more about the fate of a woman who interrupted a Russian TV broadcast with an anti-war message. CBS's Deborah Pata. Marina Ovsanikova outside the Russian court that found her guilty of an illegal protest, where she remained defiant. I don't like Russia start this invasion. She burst onto the evening news with a sighing saying, don't believe propaganda, they are lying to you here. Ovsanikova was promptly arrested and interrogated without her lawyer or being allowed to make phone calls for over 14 hours. She's been fined $280, but could still face more serious charges. But her lawyer, Anton Gushinsky, told us of Sanikova is committed to speaking out. Of course she is worried. She has said that during the court hearing. But she also said there was no option for her but to do this. This brave mother of two says citizens cannot remain silent. The White House says Vice President Harris's husband, Doug Emhoff, has tested positive for COVID-19. She has tested negative. She tweets that he is doing fine. CBS's Dr. David Agus on some news about boosters. Pfizer is expected to ask for emergency authorization this week from the FDA for a fourth shot or a second booster for elderly. Those are people 65 years and older. The Omicron subvariant BA2 now makes up a quarter of the infections in the U.S. and is 30 percent more transmissible than Omicron. Multiple deaths reported after a bus collided with a pickup, creating a massive fire just north of Odessa, Texas. Sergeant Steve Blanco of the State Department of Public Safety. This was a head-on crash. One of the vehicles belonged to the University of the Southwest. It was transporting men's and women's golf team from a golf tournament. Overseas, South Korea's military says a North Korean missile exploded just after takeoff in an apparent failed test. There is speculation the country's been preparing to launch its longest-range missile yet. It's not clear if this test was part of that. Well, CBS's Stacey Lynn tells us there's expected to be action today in Washington on interest rates. The Federal Reserve is set to raise its short-term interest rate by a quarter percentage point. That means you'll soon see higher rates on everything from credit cards to mortgages. The good news, rates will finally rise on some bank savings accounts and CDs. The goal of the rate hike is to get inflation in check. Could it be? No more changing our clocks like we did last weekend? The Senate unanimously passed a bill that would make daylight saving time permanent next year. This woman in Laverne, California, says that's fine with her. I enjoy being able to walk my dog, get more housework done, backyard work done, and just enjoy the day longer. House action and a presidential signature are still needed. The bill is called the Sunshine Protection Act. The investigators working on Bob Saget's death report eye socket fractures and bleeding around his brain were possibly caused by him hitting his head on something hard covered by something soft. That could mean the carpeted floor in the Florida hotel room where his body was found. The medical examiner says the injury likely caused dizziness and confusion. As we hear from CBS's Jennifer Kuiper, a dog breed is making a comeback. Poodles are back in the American Kennel Club's top five most popular dog breeds for the first time since 1997. But they haven't been able to take over the top spot, which belongs to... 
Labrador retrievers have been number one for an unprecedented 31 straight years. Rounding out the top five are French Bulldogs, Golden Retrievers, German Shepherds, and Poodles. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. That's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.